Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not ancient giants existed, and we are starting right now. With Nephilim Free's opening statement, thanks so much for being with us. Neff, the floor is all yours. Great. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm going to try to screen share now and see if it's working. It is. Uh, it is. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So uh, the best evidence, I think, one of the best evidences for the existence of giants is something I'm, I, I didn't take the time to put together for you. I, I could probably, I should have shown you probably, uh, which is the ancient uh, art of giants, actual giants uh, from uh, human giants from Babylonia, Egypt, and other places around the world, Akkadia, uh, uh, they all depicted uh, the, the men that ruled over them as being way larger than normal men, far larger than normal men uh, in their artwork. There are numerous examples, okay? but I don't have any of that because I didn't put it together. There is tons of that, though. Uh, from the ancient world. But I want to I express one thing for you. I want you to understand this. Prior to the flood of Noah, uh, creatures were able to express their very best genetically and grew to enormous size. Some of the images you're seeing on the screen are examples of how large creatures were prior to the flood of Noah and now the size that they are today. So a, a pre-flood wombat weighed hundreds of pounds, big as a grizzly bear, but today you can hold one in your arms. This is a dog. That's an actual dog. It's a fossil of a dog. This is from Discovery Magazine. These people believe evolution, by the way. That's that's an actual dog. That's a dog as big as a grizzly bear, not as tall, but long as one. That's a dog that weighed, you know, what, eight, nine hundred pounds, big as a Siberian tiger or bigger. It's a huge dog. So here's another creature recently in the news. Almost as tall as an oak tree. That's an amazing creature. That is as big as a sauropod, weighs probably as much as a giant sauropod dinosaur. That is a massive animal. A, a World War II tank would probably weigh only as much as its head and half of its neck. That is a massive animal. Okay, this is a dragonfly with a one and a half to two and a half foot wingspan. This article, recent news, says a man found remains of a 400-pound salmon. You know how big salmon are today, right? A camel the size of a giraffe. This man is a a famous uh, Arab author. He's one of the world's greatest literary authors. Uh, He wrote a book called The Shamana, which is a history of the world, according to the Arab remembrance of it all the way back to the first man and he uh he explains that uh the the world is young and describes mankind all the way back to adam the earth is not millions of years old uh genetics confirms uh that the genome of mankind has been in, in tremendous decay 
and the lifespan of man has rapidly decayed because of it. What you see on the left is a, a graph from Dr. John Sanford, one of the world's foremost geneticists, Cornell University geneticist, inventor of the gene gun, uh, a famous geneticist, even amongst evolutionists, he's famous worldwide. The curve that you see there has a particular name. I can't remember the name of this kind of curve. There's an algorithm that can describe it. If you look at the right, you see the names of the men, the patriarchs of the Bible, and their lifespans decline after the flood, according to the very same curve that genetic entropy, that genetic mutation studies have shown, according to Dr. Jan Sanford. Would, so we have a match here. We have mankind's lifespan declining at the same rate that genetic mutation explains that our genome is decaying. This is powerful evidence that the world is only thousands of years old and mankind's lifespan has declined tremendously and extremely fast exponentially because of random genetic mutation. It's the very same type of curve. This is an ancient artifact from uh, Ain Ghazal. It's a foot with six toes. Ancient Native American art depicting men's feet with six toes. Notice also they depict known creatures, a large cat, possibly a mountain lion at the top, and then a, a mountain goat at the bottom. So known, known animals and human feet in the same image, six toes for the humans. Ancient Egyptian coffin cover, six feet, six fingers. Native American art, six fingers. Native American art, six fingers. Babylon, no, ancient Greek, 8th century BC Greek figurine, six fingers. Native American art, six fingers. This is a man tossing a javelin. This is a competition. The javelins that they throw are 28 ounces or 1.75 pounds. They're probably made of aluminum. They're thin, but they weigh 1.75 pounds. It takes a very athletic man to throw this thing a number of yards. But the book of Samuel tells us, and uh, uh, Ishab Benab, which was the sons of the giants, and weighed, uh, and the weight of whose spear weighed 300 shekels in brass weight. 300 shekels is 7.3.125 uh, pounds. Now, I'm going to tell you, for a man to be able to athletically throw a spear in combat that weighs seven pounds, would be one massive dude. There is no human being on the earth that could carry into combat a, a spear that weighs seven pounds and expect to throw it more than 10 or 15 feet. I mean, 20. Seven pounds is a lot of weight. A, a 1944 M1 Garand raffle weighed nine pounds. Imagine trying to throw one of those 20 feet. That's a lot of weight. Right? The average man would struggle to throw an M1 Garand 20 feet. But these weighed seven pounds, this man's spear. And he was also carrying a, a other armament. But he, his, he carried into battle a, a, a spear that weighed 7.3125 pounds because it weighed 300 shekels. Now, that's not your normal man. What man carries a spear that weighs seven pounds? not a normal man, an abnormally large man. A spear is a thing designed to be tossed, thrown 
not five feet, not 15 feet or 20. A spear is a weapon designed to be thrown 30, 40, 50 feet. Long distance, you throw it from quite a ways. It's not a jabbing weapon. You don't you run up to a guy and jab it. You throw a spear and it plunges through a man, maybe through two, right? That's what a spear was. In ancient weapons, is a spear is a weapon to be thrown considerable distance. Nobody on this earth today could throw a seven pound spear a considerable distance. So do giants exist? Deuteronomy 3 tells us only King Og of Bashan, this is a really interesting text, says, was remained of the giants. Behold, his bedstead was a bedstead of iron. Is it not in Rabath, the children of Ammon? Nine cubits was the length thereof, and four cubits the breadth of, after the cubit of land. This was 13 feet by six feet wide. Nine, uh, nine by uh, the, the cubits, nine cubits by four cubits is a 13 foot by six foot bed. That's a bed for a man that's 10 to 11 feet tall. Okay. Now, the interesting thing about this passage is the, the author asks, is it not in Rebath of the children of the Brumman? This is like asking, do you guys not know that on Staten Island they have this antique car? Doesn't everybody know about it? Because aren't there lots of people who've gone and seen it? You see, what the author is expressing is this is common knowledge, not because some guy said so and everybody came to believe it, but because lots of people have seen it and everybody knows. And that's why he says, isn't it there? What are you talking about? So he, he, he wouldn't have said, I'm telling you, it's, it's over there. No, no, no. He's saying, is it not there? He's asking this question because he's expressing to the reader, this is common knowledge. So many people have made, made pilgrimage to see it, that the, the culture, the entire culture knows that it exists. It's common knowledge. That's why he's asking this question. That's the most important part of this whole passage. So in, in conclusion, um, I do believe giants existed on the earth. I believe the evidence for that is profound. I've only showed a very small portion of the evidence. The best evidence, I think, some of the best evidence I didn't provide, which is evidence that the ancients depicted men of ab abnormal size. Uh, the Hebrews did it. The Greeks did it. The, uh, the, the uh, Babylonians did it. The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, um, the Akkadians did it, uh, civilization northeast of uh, Babylonia, and, and politically more influential than Babylonia in some ways. So it was well known throughout the history of the world that men had six fingers and six toes who were abnormally large in size. There's a statue of, of Gilgamesh uh, in Babylonia holding two lions, one in each hand. A lion is an animal that weighs, you know, ancient lions weighed 150, 100 pounds more than modern lions. We know that for a fact. In fact, in the 20th century, lions have decreased in size. They used to be on average 600 to 650 pounds around the turn of the 20th century. Today, an average male, large male lion weighs 400 to 500 pounds. So they've decreased in size. But Gilgamesh is depicted holding a lion in each hand. There may be some artistic license in that. Could there be? Maybe. 
Another uh, depiction of Gilgamesh shows him holding a lion like a house cat, an unruly one, by the way, and he's still holding it firm to his body. So I think the evidence, the preponderance of the evidence from the fact that prior to the flood of Noah, creatures grew to enormous size and man being an organism, a, a mammal organism, would also in that same pristine environment grow to enormous size because after all, man is, is a mammal, just like a bear or a, a cat. He would also grow to enormous size in that pristine environment. And from the evidence that a man depicted uh, kings as abnormally large men who ruled over others as having five, uh, six fingers, six toes, oftentimes, and of abnormally large stature, that they towered over men, not just stood over them head height, I mean, towered over them by several feet in height over a typical man. I think these things are profound, and the evidence from the Bible, which is your God's inspired word, we can verify that with numerous lines of evidence, that states that giants existed throughout the Old Testament uh, and describes them even by their size. I think the evidence that giants did exist is, is overwhelming. To argue otherwise, I think, is not to be in concordance with the evidence. And that concludes my opening statement. Thank you. You got to thank you very much, Neville Marie, for that opening statement. And folks, want to let you know, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. Also want to let you know, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, folks. Right over there. As we have many juicy debates coming up. For example, tomorrow, you don't want to miss it, folks. We are going to have... Tom Jump and Flat Earth Aussie debating whether or not space is a hoax. So with that, we will kick it over to Jim for his opening statement. Thanks so much, Jim. The floor is all yours. I should say, Dr. Majors, congrats, by the way, on completing the doctorate. And the floor is all yours. Thank you, sir. All right. Are you, are you getting my screen? Yep. Okay, good deal. Uh, okay, biblical giants, did they exist? Uh, the verse that's one of the verses that's usually used to support this is uh, Genesis 6, 1 through 4. It says, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. I don't know why that picture is there. That's embarrassing. Okay, so the Nephilim is the word that's used there. And uh, it's because the translators of the Septuagint saw that in Numbers 1333, these, uh, these scouts are calling these Canaanites the Nephilim uh, and saying that they're, they're huge, that they are, uh, that they felt like, like grasshoppers next to them. Oh, let's see. There we go. Okay. So we're talking tiny, like they felt tiny next to them. So who were these? Were these the men of renown? What, what is, what is, what does that mean? Does Nephilim mean giant? No, it doesn't. But the translators of the Septuagint translated it that way. Uh, they translated it to the Greek word for giant, or the word that they would use for titans, uh, people who were 
half God and half man. And they were, some of them were huge, but, uh, but it doesn't necessitate size. It doesn't necessitate it being a giant. So it can mean uh, somebody who's really good in battle or somebody who's a, uh, it just makes somebody a legend, essentially. Uh, we have quotes from early church fathers. Uh, Cyril of Alexandria says, it is the custom of holy writ to call wild, fierce, and robust men giants. John Chrysostom says, I think that those in scripture called giants are not any unusual kind of men for shape or feature, but such as were heroical and strong and warlike. And remember, in, in Numbers 1333, it was a false report that was being given. It was a lie. These heroes of old, men of renown, it doesn't mean that you're 20 feet tall any more than it means that you're six feet tall. So archaeological hoaxes, this is, this is something that we see a lot. Uh, this right here is a Photoshop submission for Size Matters 4 contest. And the caption reads, Whitmath 57, an American designer, created this Photoshop on, photo, uh, on 14th of August, 2011 for Design Crowd Community Contest, a business in Australia. The Photoshop was designed for the project Size Matters 4. It was awarded three out of five stars. And we can see what how people make this, they'll take, you know, something from an actual archeological dig and they'll crop something else out of there. And then the next thing you know, you've got evidence for angels. That's, a, this is what angels look like, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. Uh, giant footprints, uh, this claims often made, but it doesn't hold up to scrutiny. Um, this type of material that it is, this footprint is in is granite, solid granite. So you cannot imprint upon it. It's it's not it's not that, that kind of rock. Um, other evidence is are things like this these uh, these Minoan labyrinths uh, that are used for ceremonial purposes. Uh, they come from the uh, the temple complexes at the Minoan city of Knossos. You can see how thin they are. They're they're um, bending at the edge. So these are not weapons. And evidenced by that, these also come from the temple complexes at Knossos, and this is just a regular little dagger and the bodies of a regular size person. Um, it's not a giant. Uh, we have stories in, uh, in Homer's book, The Odyssey, where he lands on the uh, island of the Cyclopes. And we have uh, later people who talk about this island of Sicily um, that was home of the Cyclopes they found these giant bones and one eye skeleton that were there, but these bones are of mastodons. This is, these are not humans, uh, but it looks exactly like it has an eye, just one eye right in the center. So large fossil bones, people used to think they were from these ancient monsters, these ancient humans or uh, a fallen angel. Um, for instance, uh, Pliny believes that the skeleton of Orion was uh, found on the island of Crete and said that it was 35 feet long. So animals, why don't they grow that big now? Um, were they killed in the flood? It seems like the most sense to me is that before when the, the canopy was higher that you needed longer legs to reach the leaves for animals that were browsing. Um, then if the taller you get, the larger your legs have to be. So if you, I mean, look, look at the the uh, the body of the elephant compared to the body of a uh, 
you know, like this this giant or this uh, giant rhinoceros-looking uh, creature. It's virtually the same size, just longer neck, longer legs. Same reason giraffes have it. Oh, that was supposed to come up before. Okay, uh, we have we have ancient uh, um, engravings of from these uh, ancient civilizations where people are depicted as larger than their uh, than their enemies and larger than certain animals. And it's to show their stature, uh, not necessarily their uh, their physical body, uh, like a physical representation. I don't think this is saying that uh, that Gilgamesh had a, uh, had a had a pet cat, which was actually a lion. Uh, that's definitely not what this is saying. Uh, and he has he, he has his five five fingers, five toes, just saying. Um, that would be like saying that the Statue of Liberty, because it's a, uh, I believe it's 111 feet from the bottom of her feet to the top of her head, that uh, in the future, people are going to excavate this and say, oh my gosh, there must have been this giant lady wearing a, a spiky uh, golf visor and carrying this huge, like 20, 30 foot long tablet. I, I don't think that's that's a reasonable assumption to make. Yeah, there's that. Okay, 111 feet, one inch. Okay, the tallest living man is uh, this man right here, Sultan Kosin from Turkey, who measures eight feet and three inches. Uh, he has extreme trouble walking because of his height and all the pressure that it puts on his bones. Um, he eventually went uh, underwent non-invasive gamma surgery uh, in 2010, and he has stopped growing because uh, it was uh, a pituitary tumor <clears throat> that needed to be operated on. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. Uh, the tallest person in in history to ever have lived, uh, for their uh, for which there's uh, no irrefutable evidence, is this man Robert Wadlow, who was eight feet and eleven inches tall, weighed four hundred thirty nine pounds at the time of his death at the age of twenty two. So this poor kid did not live long. Um, he had uh, a hypertrophy of the pituitary gland, which made him uh, produce a, a a very high level of human growth hormones. Um, this is his father, who's five foot eleven, uh, and he died. Um, died a young man. But biblical giants, do they exist? I mean, no. You got it. Thank you very much, Jim, for that opening statement. We will kick it into open conversation mode. And so, want to let you know, though, folks, our guests are linked in the description. If you haven't already checked their links out, what are you waiting for? You can hear plenty more, and that includes if you're listening via the Modern Day Debate podcast, as all of our debates end up on the podcast within 24 hours after the live debate. And we also put our guest links in the description there as well. So you can hear more from Jim or Neff clicking on those. And so with that, thanks, gentlemen. The floor is all yours for open conversation. Jim, I, I think uh, it, it sounds as though you, you I think your your argument that, you know, if people dug up, you know, thousands of years from now and found the Statue of Liberty, would they believe that uh, giants de depicted is 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 woefully uh, wanting, and and that it, it it's not based on historical content or archaeology or uh, it's, I agree. it's completely out of context for historicity. You see, I agree. Th there's it's a the exact very same thing great if you were to look at an ancient the reference 
of giants throughout the historical world, not just in the Bible, which is the best explanation in my opinion, but the ancient depictions that man made in various cultures, the Greeks, the, the Titans of the Greeks, the, uh, the art, art of the Babylonians, the Akkadians, the Egyptians, uh, as depicting humans, uh, real humans, actually ancient kings known to history as giant okay. men. Uh, and comparing that to the Statue of Liberty, come on. Okay, uh, you told me to that that it wouldn't fly, and I agree because you have to take it into context. You're absolutely right. So if you look at these ancient civilizations who would depict their uh, their their enemies that have submitted in, in, uh, unto them, depict them as being smaller than them for a a, a pictorial uh, reference, something that that gives it a that gives it perspective and just another another dimension. Because you know you, you can't write everything the images often spoke for themselves. Um, so you have to take that into context. So whenever you're talking about these ancient depictions of people who are being um, uh, portrayed as being larger um, than a normal human, these being being giants, um, I, I feel like you need to take the same advice. Well, I, I, what you're talking, what you're describing is depicting these men based on their, what's called the kingship, their kingship. And their kingship is enormous, and their power and authority is enormous, so they were depicted as large. But that sure. the problem with that is that that doesn't match the historical record that's yes, described. And let me give you an example of why. For example, uh, Gilgamesh in the ancient Babylonian Gilgamesh. epic uh, is is it's actually pronounced Gilgamesh, but Gilgamesh was oh, okay. was not was was not um, he was not a king of any kind. He was just a great warrior. And so the problem is that Gilgamesh goes Gil to the to the Gilgamesh to the, was a king. Okay, so he became a king after he accomplished what his feat. Uh, he goes to the to the the forest to kill the bull of Bashan with his friend Enkidu, and he carries oh, with him five hundred. Oh, who who pounds. I'm sorry. He carries 500 pounds worth of war gear and has strides that are eight feet long to get there. Um, this is a description of a real man in real time and doing a real event. It, it's not describing kingship. It's describing real human beings in real context, wearing war gear and doing whatnot. Mm -hmm. Now, you also pointed to these uh, ancient uh, Sumerian uh, warheads, this, this photograph from the museum in Baghdad, uh, and those weapons actually existed in the uh, museum of the National Museum of Baghdad of Iraq in Baghdad, I, just aware. prior to the Iraq war. When that I'm war aware. broke out, thieves broke into I'm, that place and trashed it, and they stole those. They're gone now. But but those are actual warheads. Now, the argument from your camp is that these were no, ceremonial. They are. They were, they were ceremonial. They, they were, were actually. Well, the problem. Are, are you, you going to talk the entire time? No, I just want to say this one thing, and then I'll be done. There are no such thing as ceremonial weapons that are of normal yeah. size. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, yes, there are. And by the way, by the way, spears so maybe were two not, or three minutes. By the way, spears were not thrown in in battle as, as unless they were used as a last resort because often that was your only weapon. There, spears are two-handed weapons. You throw your spear and you have no weapon. That's it was used to correct. stop horses. It was used to reach distances. Um, I mean, you can you can watch a Hollywood movie and 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 get that from it. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't take a genius to know that a javelin does not equal a spear. That's, those are 
two completely different things. And yes, there are such things as ceremonial weapons. Um, I don't know what you know about the Temple of Knossos, but they would often uh, slay a bull and uh, pour its blood through a, a this uh, this libation bowl. And, uh, um, and uh, archaeologists and people who studied the, the temple complexes at Knossos say that um, it was it was done with one of these double-headed, um, uh, uh, um, I believe they're called uh, uh, Labrys. Yeah, Labrys. Well, I, you straw man me. You said there's, I said, you say there's no, I said that there's no such thing as ceremonial weapons. I didn't say that. I said there's no such thing you as ceremonial weapons uh, of abnormal size. All yes, ceremonial are. weapons known in history that have been passed down to kings or, or, or dukes or anything else have always been just normal-sized weapons, just more no, elaborately made with more artisan. That's not, not, not true. Except, they, are, they are always you, you, larger. You won't I mean, be able to show me larger. an example. You won't be able to show me an example. Of Any a, king's oh, hold sword. On, hold on, Jim, uh, please. You won't be able to show me an example of a ceremonial weapon that's of abnormal size. There's no such thing. They're all normal-sized weapons that are or, uh, out, outrageously ornate or made of precious materials, but they're not of abnormal size. Secondly, you said, okay. um, you, 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 oh, now you, now I lost my place, but you said, um, what else was it you said? What was that second point you made? Um, you said something about, um, uh, oh, I've forgotten. But no, that's just about not spears? true. About, yeah, the spear, thank you. Yes, uh, spears. The spears are not the, 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 the mainstay weapon of any soldier, never have been. Yes. The spears are, are a primary attack weapon, and, and this is how spears were used in ancient warfare. The soldier throws his spear <laughs> or uses it in immediate contact. When the battle gets too heated, he gets rid of the spear or throws it, and then he pulls out his sword, usually a short sword. The spear is a primary attack weapon, and then it's Correct. discarded, See, and they resort to a sword or a knife or a. But it's not axe. just thrown, and as a matter of fact, it's 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 rarely thrown. If it's used to stop a horse, you're not going to pull it out, okay? Spears <laughs> are thrown everywhere throughout history. It's a, th it's Where? a throwing who, weapon. Who? They're still doing it in Africa. Those are not spears, okay? Uh, no, they, they're those spears. Are, those are often darts, and they're thrown using a, a no, device spear. called an atlatl. They're, they're thrown with a device called an atlatls, and they're not. They're much smaller. No, that's not the same thing. They're much smaller, and they're springy, like they're made out of lightweight wood. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it accelerates. No, you, you, but you it, don't. It accelerates the, the spear. It's a very short little spear that goes on a, yes. a tool that accelerates the crop out of its speed Co when you throw correct. it. Correct. So I, if it was a huge, heavy spear, then you wouldn't right. be able to throw it with another device. You have right. to have, you you have throw it by hand. both things. Right. But, but even today, ancient men of ancient technology and culture throw spears by hand. They don't they don't run around jabbing people. The only people known you're, you're talking about to use spears. The, you're no, the only javelins people, would not hold up in battle. They, the they only people known not. to hold spears in battle for any length of time was the Romans when they formed their formations with their shields okay. in front and their spears sticking yeah. out of between the shields, right? Well, it was more than the, the Romans, but yeah. Right, but when the battle got too heavy, the spears were discarded. They pull out their sword. They carry a spear and a sword, just like the Bible describes in Second Samuel, that Goliath carried not only a spear but a sword also. The, not Goliath. Did he throw it? Did, 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 did he throw it, Daniel? And and a sword. Okay. Did Why? he throw it, Daniel? No, it doesn't say that. But 
But but uh, why okay. did he carry a spear and a sword? Well, because the spear is the primary attack weapon. You throw it, you oh. take out one, maybe two guys right off the bat. Then no, you, you don't throw it right the off the sword. bat. It's not used. Right. Okay, when, when the Romans had it, how sword when, when the Romans had it, you saying that they just all threw their sword. Hold on, one sec. We need just one of you because trust me, Jim and Neff. People want to get to hear what you guys have to say, so I'm, I'm we do want to make sure that Neff, Neff. <laughs> So we do want to make sure that there's there's no overlap. That way, they get to hear both of you. So we'll give Jim a chance to respond, maybe a minute or two, and then we'll come right back to you, Neff, for the same thing, minute or two. Okay, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not saying that that spears weren't thrown. I'm saying that they were rarely thrown due to what their their purpose. I mean, if they're being being attacked and they had to form a shield wall and they have their their spear and a guy comes up and they, they run them through, then they're dropping the spear. Why why would they throw a spear? That it, that just doesn't it makes makes zero sense. I'm not saying that it wasn't a primary weapon. I'm not saying that it it wasn't thrown. I'm saying that it wasn't designed as a throwing weapon. It was designed as a stab and jab from a far weapon uh, that can be thrown. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, but it, it, anyways, uh, so it, there's no, there's no archeological evidence for, for giants period. Just the claim that there are people who were, uh, who were tall or men of renown, uh, or heroes of old, none of that necessitates that they're 15, 20, 30 feet tall as, as you, as you claim. Well, I don't believe they were 30 feet tall, but you're wrong about oh, sorry, just 20. Spears are, in fact, designed to be a throwing weapon. That's why they're so long, because it makes them aerodynamic. It, it makes the, the weapon fly straighter when it's thrown. That's why they have a long... Imagine trying to throw a spear that's two feet okay. long. It's not going to okay, go I'm, very straight, right? But when you have okay. the weight behind the head, then it goes straight. That's why it's okay. designed to be thrown. Okay, a spear is okay. designed to be strong. No ancient culture running around with okay. spears and jabbing forward and back and jab and jab and jab. That's not how warfare okay. was conducted. That's spear was okay, used that's to fine. be thrown, and All then right. you pull out the sword. Let's hear. Okay. We've we've right. got. There's a lot of points there. We'll give Jim a chance to respond. And then we'll probably uh, move from this topic just because we've gone deep on this particular topic already. And so uh, pretty shortly here, we probably want to switch it back to the kind of broader picture, other types of arguments, six six fingers, all that stuff. So go ahead, Jim. Uh, well, first of all, polydactylism doesn't necessitate uh, gigantism. Um, that's just ridiculous to say that because people, um, that there were there are depictions of people with six fingers and six toes, something that's that's known as a, uh, a a genetic trait. Um, I mean, it's that's not evidence of giants. Um, I showed the the footprint, even the, the footprint that's uh, in stone that they claim is uh, is is giants that was found in uh, in China, I believe. It's five, five toes. Um, so uh, the depiction of Gilgamesh, five fingers, five toes. Um, yeah. Well, uh, there is a depiction of Gilgamesh from ancient times that depicts him as having six fingers and toes. Show it to me. Okay. Well, I I, I could find it on the internet, but I, I I you you can find it. There uh, there well, are. I'm, I'm, I'm not making the claim. I'm, 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 not I'm, I'm not your secretary. I'm not your secretary. I'm just telling you. Okay. I'm I'm just telling you it's there. You you don't have to believe me. Um, so uh, it's an ancient statue of Gilgamesh, and he has six fingers. But so it's just a claim. Right. So until you get on the internet and look, find it yourself. And, but Why but would the I? idea, well, you don't have to. 
course. But but this idea that uh, giants didn't exist is is based on the you know atheistic materialistic philosophy that you know creatures no. evolve over millions of years and the Bible can't be right about anything. But here's no, here's not. the thing: the Bible proves itself to be the inspired word of God, and it says there were men that a great size. And then the King Og had a bed of, that was uh, thirteen feet long and made of iron. That's a, a no. Is uh, what was it? Sixteen feet. And, and that's a bed for a man that's 12 to 13, uh, 11 to 12, 13 feet tall. I mean, everybody lays down in a bed. And, sure. you know, the bed extends six, six inches to a foot, you know, above your head or beyond your toes. Why would the Bible say that this bed was, was so many feet long if it wasn't made for a man of enormous size and made out of iron? Because, because maybe it was made for a man for... that weighed seven to 900, 1100 pounds. Or it was made for a man who slept with all of his concubines. Okay, but a man that big? A man that well, tall? Well, he has to be that big. If he has that, that many concubines, well, he'd need to well, why would the ancients? Well. Why would the ancients all, all across the world have legends? Of, every culture. Here's the crazy thing, Jim. This legends of giants exist not just in Europe and not just in the Mideast, but in Africa, mm -hmm. in Asia, China. Japan, uh, all right. across so Native Americans, all mm -hmm. over the world. Now, if, if so, it wasn't true, hold on, if it wasn't true that giants did exist, then you'd have to believe that there is some crazy quirk about civilization itself that causes people to magically believe that giant men lived in the past. Now, what would that be they, and how would that be logical? So it'd be the same crazy quirk that exists everywhere, something called fossil evidence. So they dig up a giant bone and they think, holy crap, like this, uh, this had to have been, had to have been human. They, uh, uh, so they, they come up with these stories about these, these giants and these monsters, or they'll find a, a fossil of a dinosaur. And then they'll have to come up with a legend about, well, how did this dinosaur die? Well, it was because one of our ancient ancestors was also this large and he killed it. I mean, the, you, these, these stories, they, they, they develop. Like if you go out to Devil's Tower National Park and you go to Devil's Tower, it looks like, uh, like a tree was, was cut off. And a lot of people like to say, well, this is just a fossilized tree trunk. But the Native Americans at the time said that it was because four young boys were running from a bear and they, they prayed to the to the great spirit to save them. And he made a large rock come up out of the ground to lift them up away from the bear. And the bear trying to get to them just created these huge gouges in the side of this rock that the, the, uh, that the great spirit had raised. And uh, but the, the bear couldn't get to these boys. And eventually he gave up and he left. That's so, really reaching. I know it's it's reaching. I'm not the one who made up the story. I'm just telling you the tales that were told, like you know how you tell the story about this this uh, this ancient giant that the uh, Native Americans talk about who could rip the leg off of a buffalo or lift him up with one hand. Like you, you don't think that's reaching? Native Americans had those legends. Yeah. Well, there's always poetic license legends, in everything. Thank you. But legends. Thank you. That, there's this poetic license in everything. But but the, but the the thing is that the problem. One of the problems for this is that. You have to believe that ancient people were so, you know, willy-nilly and wacky nutty that they believed that, that falsely that there were once men on the earth that were of abnormal size and that nobody ever saw them or did anything and they didn't record it when they recorded it so much. You know that the ancient ancients, you know, they may, may have had limited technology, but they had intelligence equal, if not better, 
to ours, you know, about the uh, ancient scientific and technological advancements that existed in the past, men able to carve stone blocks, like the temple at Baalbek, uh, that weighed hundreds of tons and were mathematically perfectly square. You can't fit a piece of paper in between them. And you're telling us- Oh my us, gosh, the, 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 and you're, the ancient and you're, people were so Jim, stupid. And Jim, you're telling us- They were that so the, stupid, they couldn't people, figure out how to make something square. You're telling They're us so these, dumb. You're telling us these people were so nutty that they imagined that there were giants when no nobody knew any such thing. When archaeology shows us that these people had extremely high intelligence, and that they're going to go off on this, there was ancient men that lived in the earth and nobody knew about it, and they're all just passing around. Every culture of the world invents this fake idea that there were giants for some wacky yeah, reason. You know, right? you know what? You're, you're you're absolutely right. We have no problem admitting that there were these giant ancient rhinos that were 25 feet tall and these brachiosaurus and all these other huge ass animals that used to exist but for some reason we don't want to admit that that humans were were taller like that's just it's, that's that's idiotic. oh let's turn that around on you so science Go shows us it. that that all these types of animals did exist in massive size mm -hmm. man being a mammal uh existed in massive size but you don't want to believe that why because your religion says man came from dirt soup and that can't have happened right you're right it was blown dirt right it was the dirt that was right so you don't want to believe the uh, the fossil evidence of the ex the existence of mammals shows that mammals and marsupials and uh, insects and, and various uh, arthropods grew to enormous size all the life types that we have it's just the here's the problem we don't happen to have the fossils of any giant man which I, I wonder why we should we should expect to. No, we shouldn't existed, because humans didn't live then. According to the Bible, there were probably no more than I, two million human beings on the I, whole freaking I, earth. When the I don't occurred. care what the Bible says, what the, the Bible says is irrelevant to history. Absolutely not. The Bible is verified by if, thousands upon thousands of archaeological. In fact, there is no ancient okay. text that even begins to compare to the so, archaeological evidence that supported the Old Testament. So, so why don't that, you explain to me why we don't have ancient human fossils that are this large? Why don't you explain why why we don't have it then? What is your explanation I, for I why? I showed we, you the absence? slide for that. Man's genome is in decline, like everything else after the no flood. giants and and it giants fits the curve. And this is part of the answer. Why don't we curve. dig up any ancient giant bones? I, 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 I already answered that because there were probably no more than 2 million human beings on the whole earth prior to the Noahic flood. And finding a human fossil prior to the Noahic flood is like asking to find a needle in a field of haystacks. Are you so serious? why do we find ancient animals? Do you expect us to find lots of human fossils prior to the flood? Really? Why do we have tens of thousands of dinosaurs? Because there were billions of them and relatively few humans oh. that's why 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 were there less why? humans well why was there why are there ten thousand uh 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 mastodon fossils at the bottom of the english channel because there were millions upon millions of those things but if the earth is Isn't... only six thousand years old there couldn't have been billions of human beings animals reproduce much faster than humans. we beings. do want to redirected because oh, okay, there's the, so many interesting i'll give you a chance to respond jim because i know you want a chance to respond and I, I'll, I promise i'll give you a chance but i also do want to ask if you can at the end of your response redirect us toward some of the arguments in terms of the giant for and against arguments so we don't go too far down the uh road of fossils of 
uh, I can't remember what it was that Neff said, but it wasn't giants. So go ahead, yeah, Jim. Right. Yeah, I, I just want uh, archaeological evidence of giant humans. That's that's it. That's all I'm asking for. It's, it's not not a whole lot to ask for. Well, fossil footprints of human giants have been found in the earth, and the evolutionist atheist looks in at granite. Them, says, no, in that's, granite. that's not that's not that's not a human fossil. That's not that's not an actual footprint. Do you have you a know, photo some, of one? Some guy, you showed one. Some guy. Some you, guy got got him some tools, and one Saturday afternoon, he spent some laborious time sweating his brow off, digging that to fake people out. And 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 uh, oh, by the way, it was you know you're supposed was, to be arguing for giants. Artist. You're supposed to be so arguing for giants. This was this you know that, was right? you know it's a fake, right? Those are fakes, right? Well, why are you arguing for the non-existence of giants? No, that's I don't know where you get that. That's ridiculous. Oh, okay, I do mean, you have evidence of the giant footprint? Well, that yes, is an actual giant, footprint. I, you showed one on screen. No, that isn't granite. It doesn't have to be granite or any other kind of stone. It's a fossil footprint of a human being, a human no, foot. No, it, it cannot. No, abnormal size. Granite. Outrageous no, size. granite does not does not uh, does not make um, imprinted fossils. Yeah, imprints cannot be made in granite whenever it's whenever it's forming. Well, that's based on your evolutionist paradigm that granite is a metamorphic rock that it occurs over millions <laughs> of years. I mean, you know, I we, mean, oh you, you guys gosh. have all your geology wrong. You know, I mean, come on. Okay. The sedimentary right. strata of the earth, crying out loud, filled with fossils rapidly buried the flood of Noah. It's, and you guys say, those are millions of years old. It's an igneous. It's igneous. In between them, you know. First of all, it's it's igneous. Okay. Igneous. It's, uh, yes, igneous. Yeah, so so you say okay. that all the granite on the earth is igneous. I know instead it, of chemically it, made. It, it's not so. I say, I mean, we you can you can see it being made, you know, from 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 lava. Are you familiar I mean, with the fossil footprints at Paluxy, Texas? Do you know that there were a size over sixteen foot size, which would be a man came to Do you have evidence of that? Do you have the evidence? You can go photograph them. Do you? It, 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 if this is your evidence, I mean, I mean your evidence uh, is literally how many cartoons. people have been there, photographed it, made video of them while they're excavating I don't, it? I, I don't know. Are you, are you, because you didn't show this? me. Okay, I don't Jim, know if you can show me one. Well, I just tell you. I don't, so see, all of your evidence is cartoons. Claim. I have to show all you your a picture for, me to believe, for you to believe what I say, but you're not showing me any pictures of what you say, and so I can just turn it around on you and say BS because you're not okay. showing me. Okay, Right here, look. See, I can do the same thing, Jim. So let me okay. pull up some slides of the photographs of the footprints in Paluxy, Texas. While you're doing that, see? Okay, here. So your this, argument this is, is fake. You know, this show is a me, photo. This okay. We can here, show this each is, other. All right, I'll show me, I'm showing you. This is a photo of no giants. Okay. Is, is this the kind of evidence that you were expecting? Okay, so that, that that's that doesn't work. See, your argument that Just show me no giants that doesn't work. You're not showing me anything. See. So that's a moot point. Okay. So the, well, what, the point what do you is, want me to show you? you what I'm evidence do you want you, to see? I'm just telling you, you can disbelieve it or not. You can go to Paluxy, Texas, put your foot in one of these footprints, and the, the length of that footprint will be numerous foot shoe sizes greater than your foot. Whether you want to believe that or not, it's, it, you know, I don't care if you believe me or not. I'm not here to make you believe anything. I don't have any interest in converting you. I'm here to refute you. And I'm just you, telling you, well, you those, you're not doing those that are either. physical. People have documented it. There's maybe hundreds of minutes of videotape that has been made of those footprints. You can look at it for yourself on the internet. Why you did you not show believe it? it, or you can believe it? 
Why didn't you because show? Why, why, why is it that all you showed? Why is it that all you showed why is don't cartoons and animals? Proof? All you showed is cartoons and animals. You showed no proof of giant humans. I didn't show None. you cartoons. Yeah, no yes, cartoons. you did. No, I showed yes. you. An, no, I showed you art. I showed you ancient art, art made okay. by human man. Human you, man. You, you, human not, art made anywhere from a <laughs> thousand to three thousand years ago. Do That's you not have any evidence of the archaeo any archaeological evidence or photos of archaeological evidence? Did you bring any of that today? I just gave you some. You can see it was discovered in the 20th century. Did you bring it? You provided one of them on the screen yourself. That is not evidence. I've already told you because it is in what, granite. What makes it possible? Granite. What makes it impossible for human beings to become to have been giants? Except well, your religion of for, materialism. For one, the the largest person who is the tallest person who has ever lived, and the tallest person that is currently alive, uh, both oh. were bedridden because of all of the, the the pressure on their legs. They have heart problems. I see. Humans are not meant to grow that large. I see. So you're you're saying that the only possible evidence of giants that we could have is if we can actually see one that exists today. A real giant. How do you think right? we know about dinosaurs? We can't it's know not, that giants existed in the past we, based on any of the archaeological or historical evidence. We have to discount all that. Show me a giant. If I can see him with my we, eyes, then I believe. Okay. Is that right? Okay. You That's showed me archaeological evidence for large dogs, for large dragonflies. What archaeological evidence do you have for large humans? You showed a photograph of one on the screen. Again, you cannot imprint in granite. You will not see any other fossil. Find so, a fossil of any other animal so in granite. Then find another fossil of any animal in granite. You cannot I've, find it. Excuse me. I've, I've given you evidence of human footprints that are abnormally large size. Would have no, been of a man that was nine to twelve feet tall. You don't no, want to. You don't want to look at. It. Have you heard of the Plexi Texas? You, you, didn't, you didn't show it to me. Show have it to me. Have you heard of them? So you have to show see it, it to me. or you won't believe. So all of history. You, I asked you. Okay, hang on, hang on. Humans history. Uh, hang on, hang on, human hang on, recording Neff, of history. Hang on. Worth hang nothing the freak on. Right? All right, Neff, gentlemen. Neff. Do want to hold on? We do have to eventually move to a separate topic. If Neff, if you don't have a picture of it, then we'll probably just move to a separate topic because I'm pretty sure that's what Jim was going to ask. Unless you had something else you were going to ask Jim. Otherwise, we should move on to a different topic. A, a picture of it or any other archaeological evidence. I mean, I, I asked a pic of, of archaeological evidence, and he tells me to go and find this archaeological evidence. Uh, but he, he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't prepared today, even though we extended it a week. He's still not prepared. Well, I, I, I haven't heard you uh, seen you prepare provide any evidence that giants could not have existed, except your paradigm. That's all you provided is they 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 didn't I, exist. I actually I dismiss all the historical accounts throughout all the various cultures of the world who magically somehow just invented all giants right. for the family. I showed you the largest man and the one who's who's ever existed, and both of them uh, were Jim's in is whatever voice you want. I'm sorry, Jim. What was that? Could you repeat I showed you a picture you of the largest man currently existing and the largest man who had ever lived. Both of them were using crutches. Both of them were bedridden. Um, both of them had pituitary problems. You're acting like like it like tall people can't happen. But then when I ask you for evidence of these giants, you have none. Well, I I, I did provide. But I understand about no, gigantism. It's a disease. It's a hormone disease. And it does make human beings that are unfit. 
that's true. Uh, the ones that exist today, eight, he, nine. He, he wasn't five, unfit. Six. He played basketball every day. The world's well, largest most of man them today, he played basketball every day, but he had to stop because he was breaking his legs. Because right. Well, he's unfit. The that's what I said, Jim. He's unfit. So humans cannot right. grow that large. Right. Well, today. But dinosaurs oh couldn't gosh. have grown that large because they didn't have bigger bones either, right? They had hollow bones, actually. So uh, all you're telling me is you can't believe it, based uh, and you're dismissing all the historical and archaeological evidence that that, dino, no. that giants existed. You haven't shown any archaeological evidence to dismiss. Well, I, I did. I, I showed you archaeological. No, you didn't. Jim, I showed you statues of human beings which had <laughs> six toes. I showed you statues not of, archaeological of human arts of men who had six fingers. And, six, it's not and I showed you the giants. Bible statements, which is proven to be the historical word of God, which it's states that giants. the giants that existed on the earth had six fingers and six toes. And even the giants. Babylonians, right, well, the Greeks, we'll the Mesopotamians did so. I, what we might do is maybe make it into one or two minute intervals. So... Neff, if you if you got that, and then what we can do is we can give Jim a chance to respond. Although in the future, I'm, I do I'm want waiting to be... for him to respond now. Did you have more enough that you were going to mention? No, I'm waiting for Jim to respond. Okay, Jim, we'll give you about sure. a minute or two. Um, pictorial depictions of ancient kings and ancient warriors is not evidence for giants. Um, it's not archaeological evidence for giants. We never we have uh, like dinosaurs, for example. It's not because people drew pictures of them that we believe they existed. It's, be it's because we have their their preserved bones that we believe that they exist. We have we have imprints of their their bodies that we believe they existed. But you don't have that for giants. So are archaeological depictions of all other things that man created in the past? Don't you believe that those are evidence that those things and events took place? Because, you know, the world's historians and archaeologists pretty much rely on that evidence. It's just when it comes to sure, giants. But they, they, let, let me please finish. It, it's just when it comes to giants. Oh, we have to dismiss that part, right? So take, if you take ancient Egypt, for example, you look at hieroglyphs. When you see the, the pharaoh depicted, the pharaoh is always larger than his subjects, always. It's not because the pharaoh was a giant. It's because that's how they would they would show reverence and show subservience of everybody else and show this is the big guy like in 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 your work you know the 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 big guy or the top dog doesn't mean that he is the largest man or that he is the one on the top floor it's it, it's just a it's a figure of speech right like okay, I so mean, that surely surely you can't believe that all ancient depictions of animals and humans are are were meant to be true to form Okay, so if that's true, then that the ancient depictions of, of kings and rulers and brutes who ruled the world, by the way, the biblical definition of the men who are giants is brutes or giants. Um, if it was it was what, what, what just depicting well, it's in the Greek concordance. Um, if 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 we were just depictions of their kingship, their authority and reverence towards that, then can you tell me why that process uh, when did that process end and why did man stop doing that instead of and, and, and somehow and when did this process end, begin that man began stopping this depiction of men of who are kings and rulers of, of being, having of no such? Why wasn't uh, Louis the 15th depicted as a man who was 11 feet tall? Why wasn't, um, you know, uh, 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 Bruce of, uh, or of Scotland? 
why wasn't he depicted or, or stated as being a man, you know, 11 feet, 12, 13 feet tall? You know what I'm saying? When, when did this stop? If, if these depictions were just uh, to respect the reverence of the kingship and not actually because the man was so big, why do you believe that only the very ancient ones did it and nobody moving into the modern era, even past 1000 AD, did it? What was the cultural change that stopped that? There wasn't one. Have you ever seen Jesus statue at Rio de Janeiro? So you have one example of a giant statue, the statue of made in Rio de Janeiro, the Statue of, of Liberty of, of, of Jesus, which is like 350 feet tall, and you Caesar, Caesar's Palace believe that people believe that Abraham Lincoln people, at the Abraham Lincoln Memorial. Does, does All right, the interrupting believe? is I not I don't like the interrupting. So if we can just we can I'm do sorry. one or two minute intervals, or we give each of you a chance to respond. But the uh, the overlap. The only reason I don't like it is because people want to hear you guys. They want to hear what you guys have to say. And so they're excited to hear it. And with, uh, without the overlap, they're able to better hear it. And so what we'll do is who was. No, I'm was, sorry. I did interrupt him. Uh, uh, Jim, please continue. Uh, both of you. Both of you were doing it, to be to honest. But whoever was so, about to speak. So Jesus from Rio de Janeiro, the Statue of Liberty, Abraham Lincoln at the Abraham Lincoln Memorial, uh, you, there are there are so many depictions of people that are larger than life. Um, Michelangelo's David. Uh, it, it's it's not something that just that just stopped. It's just that people don't carve bas reliefs very often anymore. Uh, my uh, my kids, whenever they draw the family, they draw the house. You know, the, the house usually comes up about waist high, um, or it uh, or it. I'm definitely always too tall to walk through the door. It, it's not a a true to life depiction, and it's silly to expect that out of out of the people who um, who often these these pictorial depictions were the only ways of portraying a story. Hey Jim, I get that. I, I really do. I get that what you're saying. I understand it, but your your mind is drifted off into a particular way of thinking. Here's the problem with it: nobody in history writes that any of those men were actually that size. Exactly. In ancient times, they did. They didn't no, just they, say, they didn't just depict them in art that they were that size. They said they are this big. And that's what they wrote in the Bible. That's what they wrote in, in the Greek mythologies. That's what they wrote in the Egyptians. They all described them as being of this abnormal stature that, that was in, truly towering. Okay, Men in the modern era don't do that. So your analogy is completely failure. Where is there evidence of these 20 feet people in the Bible? I just, I, I could provide dozens of examples. The Bible's rife. I, I just need descriptions. one. Well, I gave you one in my slide presentation. The man that threw a, 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 a spear that weighed seven pounds. That's not... He didn't... My, I'm, you know, modern, <laughs> modern. How do you know he threw it? 20, How do you 28 know he threw ounces it? is the javelins of today in competition. You don't fight with the javelin. 28 ounces. You don't fight. You don't fight with right. that. Well, it you don't fight with battle. a spear that weighs seven pounds either. Yes, a spear is a throwing weapon. We've been over this. No, it's not. Yes. The, it, it's no, it's, no, it, no, it, no it is not. Jim, everybody is not. knows you're wrong on this. 
spirits are thrown. No, they, they no, it's absolutely it, it could be thrown. It was not made for a throwing weapon. It was meant to hold up in battle. That's completely spears wrong. were used to on. stop no. horses. Okay. If you had an aluminum javelin, you would not stop a horse. It would fold over on itself. It had to be sturdy. It had to have a solid shaft. It had to have a large head that wouldn't oh, snap. It had to be heavy. It had to be heavy. Okay. Right. Jesus. I mean, come on. You're telling me yeah, that a spear, come on. A spear is not a throwing man. weapon. All right, gentlemen. We've got to give each other a chance to respond. <laughs> what ancient culture oh, okay, what culture no, uh, is no, I, they I, use the spears that they don't throw them? Okay, okay we, we keep coming back to this dumb argument whenever I'm still waiting for archaeological evidence for giants. If you don't have that, just say you don't have that and we can move on. Well, I've provided that. And I've provided historical evidence, even the word of God. Which you have not provided it. The giants you provide existed. me with a keyword. You provide me with a keyword and a suggestion to Google it. That well, is I, not I, evidence. I actually have. And, and the Bible, in fact, is the inspired word of God, and it describes men of abnormal stature. This, and just as the ancient Babylonians and Egyptians and Greeks did, men who towered over other normal human beings, and they were the kings of the world, the ancient world, and this is well established through all the various cultures. Virtually so every culture, evidence. Uh, virtually every culture of the world has legends of men of abnormal stature. For for you to believe, and and those people had normal to higher intelligence that we do today, and you're you're expecting us to believe that only because they lived in ancient times. This is the ridiculousness of your way of thinking, that because they lived in ancient times, despite their no perfectly normal human intelligence iqs of anywhere from 85 or 90 to 180 right they still somehow believed though they couldn't see him that there were men of uh, outrageous stature and wrote that these men really did exist right but in today we don't do that anymore because mm, i don't know because we have rock soupism right okay so what what happened to the giant man did they die with the dinosaurs What happened to, I'm sorry, what? What happened to the giants? Why aren't there giants anymore? Because there was a relatively few number of them and looking, finding one would be like finding a needle in a field of haystacks, as I've already explained. What's the luck chance of that? Few. You'd have better luck going to a casino with a roll of quarters and hitting the million dollar jackpot. than finding there were relatively fossil. few. Well, because the Bible, the world, depiction describes certain men as that not normal men so this is obviously a rarity i mean virtually on. every ancient king right. virtually every right. ancient king is right. depicted as being large in in very ancient times and uh, yes that's correct yeah. so that's generations right. after generations after generations so right. when did that process stop to, and why the, the depictions, like I said, it hasn't stopped people still depict important figures as larger than life. Kings, what president or emperor of a universe uh, of a nation and 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 1000 from the time of Christ forward has been depicted mm -hmm. as being a giant man and the culture recorded if, that they were as well. That's your problem. You, Where did the culture do it? What culture reported that white, Abraham Lincoln was 11 feet tall? If you go to the White House and you look at these oil paintings of the presidents, they are not uh, to scale. They are larger than they are. That doesn't mean that they were that size, actually. 
minorly, you know, very minor dip increase in size. It's very, still put them at like eight, nine feet. No, yeah, that's a terrible argument. Uh, they didn't depict them as that big. It's a no, depiction. They didn't. they didn't depict Abraham Lincoln or uh, or George Washington as a nine. Feet <laughs> are long. you? Are, have you been what? to the? Have you been to the to the Lincoln Memorial? Okay, so I, I'm asking. Have you, you been to the Lincoln Memorial? Yeah, yes I no? understand the Lincoln Memorial. I'm asking you why that's the a depiction. A culturally stop as describing them in their literature as being this size when and, and instead of just depicting them in art as that size because in the ancient world they did not only depicted them in that as that size but they also wrote that they were that size such as in the epic of gilgamesh these two men in kudu and and, and gilgamesh walked uh, uh uh eight foot strides carrying 500 English oh pounds worth of gear to war. I mean, this is a description of an abnormally <sighs> large man. We don't describe humans that way today, although we may depict them in the in a statue in Washington D.C. that way. That's the correlation that doesn't exist in, Was in Washington D.C. There is a statue of Abraham Lincoln where he is depicted as being very, very tall. I don't know the exact. Whoever the exact wrote Abraham Lincoln feet. was fifteen feet tall. Not a, no, not 15. It's probably 100 feet. Well, no, whoever wrote that, that he was. Why does it matter that he wrote it? He was depicted well, as Because you're as just, you're, you're trying to, do, you're trying to, you know, separate yourself from the obvious, which is. No, you're the, the one who used ancient only, art. You're the, the one who used ancient art as evidence. Well, I would just say I mean, this, and uh, I would say the ancient peoples of the world all invented, uh, 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 according to Jim, they all invented the idea that, that there were rulers over men, which were of outrageous proportions, uh, for some reason, just to re revere them when, the, when they were described as brutes and evil men, not as great men that men would revere. So that can't be a worship thing. Secondly, the, 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 the descriptions of ancient peoples describing them as men of outrageous proportions depicts, it, it matches their ancient depictions in art of those men. In modern yeah, times, that is not true. Hang on, hang on, hang on, there it's are, muted. There, oh, it was just there, me. I, folks, sorry about that. I, oh, okay. I had myself on mute, there, but there, basically, in, in folks, modern, I'll let you know that I, I just let the speakers know that we'll give them a chance to draw together the key themes from tonight's debate before we go to the Q&A. In, in modern times, there are, there are depictions of certain famous men as uh, in, in statues for us to go revere that are abnormally large. But there are no historical references. Nobody writes that these men were actually that size. So there's a difference, okay? So your Jim's, your argument on that point is is absolutely moot. It's it's not. There we have folk tales about people like uh, like John Henry and Paul Bunyan and Pegasus Bill, uh, all these, these larger than life characters, Babe the Big Blue Ox. Uh, I mean, that- Kid stories. I, I mean, 
okay, I would tend to agree with you. I think that there's probably some value to it as, uh, um, you know, just the, uh, some of the morals and some of the stories, I think there's, there's some, some cultural value, but, but yeah, I think for the most part, they are kids stories. There's no reason to believe that just because somebody claims that they're this tall necessarily means that there was really somebody that was this tall. All right. Thank you very much. We are going to go into the Q&A. Want to remind you folks, our guests are linked in the description. We encourage you, if you haven't already, you can check out their links down below. We really do appreciate these guys and also want to encourage you, as always, to attack the arguments instead of the person taking that intellectual, harder path, namely of taking on the arguments rather than trying to tear down the person. And with that, thanks very much for your first question. This one coming in from Steven Steen, nasty guy, says... No matter what positions you take, it's clear Neff is the most intelligent one on screen, dot, 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 by far. But man, does Jim have flirty eyes. They well, are. Uh, I, I, I agree with you halfway. <laughs> Next up, Andrew Handelsman. Thanks for your super chat. Says, I love you, James. Thank you, Andrew. Love you, too. Appreciate your support. Chris Gammon says, please define what a giant is, Neff. Be specific. Extra large humans exist and have existed. Cave paintings of six fingers equal vague giant claims? Come on. Well, if you consider preponderance of the evidence, it's not vague at all. It's it's overwhelming. And uh, what is a giant? A giant is a fit, normally athletic human being. I mean, this is kind of obvious, right? It's, it's not a feeble human being has a thyroid disease, right? Gotcha. And this one coming in from, do appreciate it, Allison McGlone. Let me know if I'm pronouncing it right. Says, Dr. Majors, as a trained HEMA fighter, a seven-pound <laughs> spear is only slightly heavier than an average heavy spear and nothing compared to a pole arm. Yeah. None of the cultures of the world have record of anybody throwing a spear that's of such great uh, weight. Spears are typically designed so that they can be thrown fast. And that Maybe means because they didn't they're throw light. It. And that's the way the cultures of the world that still use spears, and there's some that still do, uh, are, and they're just throwing weapon. And they're lightweight with a, with, a, with a piercing sharp head on it so it will pierce them. It's a primary attack mm. weapon, always has been throughout history. And then like, Jim will give you the last word on this spears. because they're addressing you. So go ahead, Jim. I, I mean, uh, uh, kung fu spear fighting, for example. Uh, you don't see them throwing their their spear their opponent. It's just that's Asian. That's, that's, that's just excuse me. Don't interrupt me. Uh, that, but that's just dumb. Next up, thanks for your question. Bubblegum Gun says, "Neff, it's me, Bubble. Debate me, bruh. Why are you running, Juicy? He's uh, welcome to." Uh, uh, Contact uh, James at any time. Set up one. Uh, this pretend running thing is pretty lame. Next up, thank you, NRXD says, Neff, you've been watching too much VeggieTales. Uh, no comment. It's too stupid. <laughs> oh, Neff. You better admit, you have to give Neff credit. He's got thick skin. He's got a lot of teasing. And this, I think that one's, that one's not bad. 
but he's taken a lot of a lot of teasing over the years. I mean, Neff, I told you guys, Neff invented Neff and G-Man got together back in 2005. They said, "How can we get to debate more people?" They said, "Let's come up with this idea. We'll call it YouTube." They started YouTube so that they could debate more people. Oliver Catwell, thanks for your question. Says for both, do you have thoughts <laughs> on the idea that Goliath may have had a severely enlarged pituitary, thus making a rock to the forehead more lethal? Was that for me? They said for both. Uh, it, for, for, for me, I think it's much more likely that he was uh, just a giant uh, offspring of uh, an, an angel and a human woman. That that's, makes much more sense. Well, I think the preponderance of the evidence is that he was actually a, a physically, morphologically giant man, as the historical uh cultural legends of the world, including the inspired word of God state. You got it, Dan. Thank you very much for your question. Coming in from Paul Kamish. Good to see you, Paul. Past guest on the show says, Neff, you don't throw a spear. That's not its primary use. That's complete denial of uh, human <laughs> history. Next up. <laughs> Allison McGlone says, my previous chat was for Nephilim Free. Who needs to actually learn something? Let's see. They okay, so theirs was the original one that we gave. Uh, well, we they we did let Neff respond. He responded first, and then we we uh, gave Jim a response. This is uh, and it was actually about this very same topic, namely the spear. And so we'll we'll go from uh, there since Neff had the last word in this most recent question. King Ed V, thanks for your question. Says, does Neff know that spear is a generalized term? And speaking of Roman spears, were not ever thrown they were used as a thrusting weapon in the phalanx by soldiers behind the first row uh, i described that already in this in this debate the romans were the only culture in the world known that used them in that way uh, all other cultures of the world in, in fact cultures of the world that still use them as weapons such as in africa use them as a throwing weapon which has been the purpose of it. The very uh, mm. the, um, the, uh, the the ancient Greeks used them as a throwing weapon as well. They were never used as a run and jab and pull it back and jab and pull it back and jab. That was a ridiculous way to fight a war for a war. You don't do that. Uh, so um, the, the, even the ancient Greeks, the Athen, uh, the uh, um, uh, the, uh, the the ancient Romans, uh, Greeks rather. They were using them as a throwing weapon because that's what it's designed for. The reason it's long is to make it fly straight when you throw it. Next up, Jeff Cordell says, Neff, the Cyclops Giants myth came about because people didn't know what elephant skulls were. Couldn't other giant myths come about in a similar way? I don't believe the Odyssey or the, the Iliad as literal. Uh, I believe there are truths in them. But I think there are also distortions, just like some ancient historical records of things. Uh, there is certain historical fact in them, but they're also mixed with uh, embellishment. You got it. Friendly reminder, yours. folks. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Jim. Jim. I was going to say every other ancient writing, but the one that you happen to think is true. No, that not at sense. all. We want to remind you, folks. Hit that like button if you haven't already. My dear friends, we have 299 people watching and 111 likes. We can totally get to 150. Don't forget to crush the like button. We have six what look like dislikes. 
Those are actually our six Australian viewers who hit like. So no panic. Don't worry about those. And thanks very much for your question. This one coming in from King Ed V Strikes Again says, Hey, Neff, Shaq's shoe size is 23, which is 16 inches long, and he is only 7 foot 1. His proportions are not completely concordant with the ideal of a human physique. Gotcha. And uh, somebody tweet that to Shaq, that Nephilim Free doesn't like his proportions. <laughs> you, but, you, you add a proportion, Shaq. <laughs> next up, hey, don't really tweet poor Shaq. Leave him alone. Okay, uh, Sparrow Falls says, Neph, we have, his, let's see. we have historical records, written instructions, and depictions of spear fighting in handheld combat. 1,000 or more years old, unchanged martial arts that use spears handheld. All pole arms keep your enemy out of hand-to-hand range. The, throughout history, the spear has been used primarily for this in this way. It was used to kill the first guy that came at you, and then you throw it. That's the, the purpose of the spear. In some cultures, spears were used to be thrown first, then pull out the sword this is human history uh people who uh, i find it uh appalling actually that atheists disregard so much of what is known in human history for the purpose of trying to defend their materialist worldview jim are you gonna take that i'm surprised that he makes up so much shit to defend his view <laughs> Neff, are you gonna take that our stated fact: it, Throughout history, the spear is a throwing weapon. It's that's what it's designed what to be. That's what its structural design is meant to be—a throwing weapon. That's the nice. way the cultures of the world have always used it. We're jumping into the next one. I want to remind you, folks: We are open to new faces coming on to Monterey Debate. We want to let you know that. So if you're like, man, I would love to debate on these topics that Modern Day Debate oftentimes hosts. We're sometimes open to new topics, but I got to be honest, folks, we do, we're kind of selective. Like usually if there's a topic you've seen on here already, good chance that we'd be willing to host it. But do email me at moderndaydebate at gmail.com. We do have some like prerequisites. So one, we usually ask people if they're willing to use their camera so we can see their beautiful eyes such as Jim's. Occasionally, we grandfather people in. So Neff has been with us since the very start. He's been coming on back when we had like eight subscribers. And so we've grandfathered him in. He doesn't have to use a, uh, a camera, but he's one of the very few exceptions. And because, I mean, look at that still photo we caught of him. I mean, on screen that you see there, that was like his most intense moment we've ever seen Neff in, the uh, old laser eyes. But do want to let you know, I'm going to put the email in the live chat. And so I want to encourage you folks, if you do want to come on to Modern Day Debate, we are open to new people coming on. And so it's a great way, especially some people just do it because they love to debate and they don't even have a channel. Some people are like, I love to debate, plus I have a channel I want to get exposure for. So this one coming in from Bubblegum Gun says, if giants don't exist, well, then explain Paul Bunyan. He's just a troll. Don't worry about that. Apocalypse here says, hey, has Jim listened to the new ETID single? If so, what are your thoughts? Also would have loved to have seen and heard Nephilim Free bring actual evidence. Alas. I haven't, no. I'll check it out. Neff, are you gonna let him? You're gonna let him just punch you like that? 
Uh, you know, when people say, I'm actually pleased when I hear people say that spears are not designed as a throwing weapon because <laughs> the, the whole world gets to hear an atheist say this kind of ridiculous stoop and, and, and they'll shake their heads in dismay, do a face palm and say, oh, my word. It, it pleases me. I'm actually tickled pink. Thank you so much, Jim. You're, you're very welcome. And the evidence that you provide for the existence of of, uh, of throwing spears and uh, and large men just tickles me pink. You got it. Juicy. And this one coming in from King at V says, Hey, Neff, one quick search shows that ancient spears weighed between three and nine pounds on average. Some weighed even more. Uh, that's not... Tip, that's not actually uh, correct, I don't think, from the research I've, I've conducted. But I'll just say this, that uh, uh, the historical records show that some of these spears weighed seven pounds. And, you know, if you're in athletic competition, maybe you could throw it for a distance. But the modern javelin competition is 28 ounces. That's 1.75 pounds. I think for a man to athletically and accurately throw a spear that weighed seven pounds uh, a reasonable distance with any sense of accuracy would require a man of outrageous athletic ability and he would have to be no larger than a typical typical human being today gotcha and i just want to point out most that, people don't that... realize how, how how much seven pounds actually weighs pick up seven pounds and see for yourself I just want to point out that that javelin throwing it's not a a competition for accuracy or for depth of penetration it's a competition for the length that you can throw this this weapon it's not meant to be thrown accurately uh spears when they're thrown they're thrown at a distance that they can be they can be accurately reliable and the depth of penetration can be reliable enough that that enemy is not going to be a threat to you any longer because you just got rid of, of your weapon and you get to draw your secondary. And Jim, can I and ask you a question when you're done? Sure. You're done. Yeah, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. Oh, I, okay. I want to just ask you, how, how many meters do you think you could throw a seven pound spear? Um, seven pounds, probably, hmm, probably 30 feet. 30, you think? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You? Um, I don't know. Maybe not that far. I don't know. But I don't think I would be able to throw it very far. Because well, I think we're also not trained pounds, warriors. I mean, we're not trained warriors, is, so that'd be silly to expect that, right? Well, the Spartans used to miss throwing weapons. That's what they recorded in the history. That's what they were. It's a primary attack weapon. Throw it and then pull your sword out. And so I'm also I, warriors. I, I, I don't, yeah. But that's true. Neither one of us are great athletes, probably, right? I know I'm not. Speak for yourself. But, but. but, well, I was when I was a kid, but seven pounds, that's that's actually pretty hefty, if you think, give it some thought. I mean, it's not really. You don't think so? No, I, I throw 50-pound hay bales all, all the time. Yeah, but six, you know, 18 inches, that's how, how you throw. You don't throw them, no. you know, 30, 40 feet. And you don't no, throw, throw them like over, your, over your arm, right? Yes, I do. I throw them above my head. Okay, so Jim, I tell you what, I'm going to challenge you to make a video where you got a seven-pound spear and see how far you can throw it, and then you can tell us that that ain't that modern man, the six-foot man, 
is easily able to throw a, a, a seven foot spear, you know, 20, 20, 30, 40 feet. Right. I don't know where to get a seven With foot accuracy, spear. If, if, right? if you want to send me a seven foot spear, I'm, I'm happy to throw it. Well, I'm just going to say it's BS to believe that a typical man can throw a seven pound spear accurately okay. for any reasonable I, distance. That's fine, but your your disbelief does not negate the uh, actuality. It's well, I just ask the audience to consider whether or not they think they could throw a seven pound spear with accuracy for any reasonable distance. I mean, okay, first of all, you said with, with you're saying with accuracy. I'm I'm not a trained warrior. You asked it how far I could throw it. I, I can throw it thirty feet, probably probably more, but I'm going to say conservatively thirty feet max. Um, but what accuracy has nothing to do with it. I'm not a trained warrior. I'm not claiming that I can do this. I'm claiming that spears were used in ancient times, but your argument that it can't be thrown is actually supportive of and my argument that it's not meant that it's not meant to be thrown. And say can't be thrown. A weapon that, that weighs heavy. seven pounds is not designed for throwing unless you're a giant. I mean, exactly. You know, modern men don't make spears that weigh seven pounds. Exactly. They're not meant for throwing. You're right. But modern men who throw spears don't make them seven pounds. They make what them as light as possible. Africans throw spears. They make them. No, they light. throw darts. They throw no, darts they throw and spears. small spears. They throw spears and they, they make them five, six, seven feet long and they and they throw them as fast as they can. And they make Do you them know how as heavy light they as they possibly can. Yes, it, it, exactly. So those are meant for throwing because they're light. That's right. That's heavy. Right. heavy Right. Heavy means not designed exactly. for throwing. Light meant for think. Okay. One this more time. One. <laughs> Light throwing. Heavy, no throw. This one coming in front. Right. Standing for Truth says, I have to read this. James, quote unquote, the bulldog. I don't know where he, okay. He says, Coons has a giant, has giant buys and tries to bait over. Thanks. Enough for uh, Standing for Truth. I'll, Oh, the check's in the mail, buddy. A Sparrow Falls says, Neff, so that means modern soldiers put bayonets on their rifles to throw them as evidenced <laughs> by their sidearms. Just following your logic leads to this. That's an illogical statement. Jim, any thoughts? I think that's the point. Nobody throws a rifle with a bayonet. Nobody throws a seven-foot spear. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, this one coming in from... Not modern times. King Ad V says, Hey, Neff, Google medieval spearmen. Do those look like throwing weapons? Stop mixing spear with javelin. The vast majority of cultures on the earth that made spears throw them. And, and that's been the typical... <laughs> the, the reason that certain medieval men used them as as primary attack weapons and then drop them was because they followed the Roman method of, of warfare throughout history, though. This is not the common place. Throughout history, a spear has been always been designed as a throwing weapon. It's designed to kill the first guy and then pull out your weapon, your normal weapon, which is a sword. So to deny that about history is to be completely ridiculous. If you asked any his world historian with a PhD whether or not spears throughout the history of the world have been primarily a weapon designed to be thrown, they would say yes. And I challenge you to call one and ask them. I challenge you to name one. Uh, um, every, every PhD mm -hmm. historian 
of every major university in this world. No, if no. you don't believe that, you call them yourself. No, name one that. No, I say you're that. wrong because you didn't show me any. Uh, Jim. You're the one. I'm sorry, Jim. You're wrong. You're free. making the claim. We, are, we got, we got like no speaking over each other. <laughs> oh my making god! No, this is so dishonest, gentlemen. So hey, I'm not messing Jim, around. All right, you know what? That's it. You didn't show me Nephilim free. <laughs> okay. Next question. Thank you very much. This one coming in from, do appreciate it. A Sparrow Falls says medieval longbow draw weights, draw weights exceeded 200 pounds. Do you know how much 200 pounds is? That's like about me almost. They say, do you know how much 200 pounds is? Medieval archers must have been giants if you follow Neff's quote-unquote logic. Oh, that's a preposterous thing to say. The, Eng the English longbow was designed so that there is a, a curve of power that's necessary to draw a bow. It get, It's easier, it gets harder, harder, harder until you get it back. And these men were highly trained. I don't see how the odd argument holds any weight. Gotcha. And thank you very much for this question. This one coming in from... Two seconds. I just got to load this up. But in the meantime, as I'm loading this page, do want to let you know a couple of things. One, folks, if you haven't yet checked out the Modern Day Debate podcast, I highly encourage you check it out as all of our debates are uploaded there as well within 24 hours of the live debate. And I think there was a question. I, I Just one last question I was going to ask here. But yes, it's true, folks. I really, I'm about 210. No joke. Isn't that amazing? And I actually, I've lost weight. So that's where I am now. So let's see. It's about where I am. Juicy and bubblegum gun. Okay, I'm not reading that. So let me see. Let me find out where is it. Uh, let's see. King Ad V says, question, uh, spears were not primarily a throwing weapon and modern spears actually weigh up to nine pounds also. And if you look at them, they are not for throwing. So someone else also suggested, let me see where I, I saw their name. They said, we want to see Nephilim Free de debate a weapon specialist. Bernie Sharp says, can we get a weapon historian on the show to debate Nephilim Free? I'd pay money for that one. That sounds juicy. Neff, do you guys know of any weapon historians or experts? Well, all I'm the, gonna... all, all the uh, people saying these things are just people who hold to this ridiculous materialist worldview. I mean, it, it's denial <laughs> well, of Neff. history. It's deni <laughs> denial so, of history. But I mean, so, okay, well, that, so I just well, I can I can't make it any more clear. We'll see throughout who we can find. History, throughout so human it, history, the spear has been designed primarily as a throwing weapon. That's what they are. Period. I can probably find somebody who who is uh, who is well read enough and well educated enough in the the uh, the area of ancient warfare that I, I could I could probably find somebody to debate you. But the thing is, is that I mean, anybody who would who anybody who debates you and refutes you, you're just going to claim that it's because of their materialism. No, that's what you're doing. Just, Hold on. I mean, it's 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 not. But okay. Next up, King Ed V says, "Hey, Neff." Greek, Greek hoplite spears were up to six pounds and up to seven feet in length, and they were not primarily for throwing either. I'm a weapon historian. Mm. Boom. I, I don't believe that uh, testimony. Um, 
Throughout human history, spears are, in fact, a throwing weapon. That's what a spear is. You throw it. You can dismiss a weapons expert. Uh, I don't believe he is. I think he's full of crap. Well, you're, you're certainly not. Well, of course I'm not. You got it, and yeah. That looks like it's it for our questions from the chat. Very juicy debate tonight. I want to, yes, we are going to... Uh, we are going to transition where first I'm going to remind you folks that our guests are linked in the description. You can find their links down below. We really do appreciate them. Thank you, Jim and Nephilim Free. I'm going to be back in a moment with upcoming debates, folks. We've got some juicy ones, especially juicy coming up. So don't leave. Stick around. I'm going to be back in just a moment, but I want to say thanks so much, Jim. Dr. Jim Majors, as well as Nephilim Free. It's been a true pleasure to have you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, James. You know who Jim looks like before, folks? Let me ask who Jim looks like. I'll ask, and I'll see if I'm the only person who thinks uh, that Jim looks like this fellow. What is the name of the guy in the movie The Hangover? Not Alan. Not the character. Which guy? Uh, what's the name of like Bradley Cooper. Does Jim look a little bit like Bradley Cooper? <laughs> Do his eyes no, look a little no. bit like Bradley Cooper? I mean, Jim, I never, you know, the funny thing is I looked at, I looked at Bradley Cooper in the past and I I never thought he was a bad looking guy, but I I never knew that like, actually people think he's a beautiful man. And, and I'm like, I, like, I just didn't know it. I can't tell. It's like, I don't have an eye for any sort of aesthetic at all. You can tell with our graphics, (laughs) but, but I can tell you, let's see what the chat says, Jim. Don't, don't argue with the chat, Jim. Let's see what they say. Another question just came in. Rudy Questing. Thanks for your question. Says, Neff, everything you think you know about warfare is wrong. You can Google this so easily. I don't understand why you're doubling down on your points that are so easily disproven. Neff, do you have any, I mean, you don't have any quotes in those slides. I remember you had those slides. Do you have any quotes from any sort of like speakers that happen to talk about the use of the spear? Which is basically, we're going to have to change the whole title. No, of but neither debate. did James. Uh, I mean, uh, Jim. And uh, I, I just think anybody with a high school education understands that a spear is a throwing weapon, uh, you know, with the exception of the ancient Romans and some of the medievals who uh, mimicked the uh, warfare tactics of the ancient Romans because they were so good at war. Uh, you know, you use mm-hmm. it to jab, to kill the first, first layer of fellas that come at you, and then you drop it and pull out the sword if necessary. But it, throughout history, human history, Spears are throwing weapons. That's what a spear is. That's just human history. I mean, to deny that, just that, you know, atheists are denialists. You know, they'll deny everything. They'll deny a car, a beetle is made by. All right, we're we're gonna we gotta return to the topic. King Ad V says, "Does Neff know the the time period of hoplites? Even if he can tell me that." then he can call BS on me being a historical weapons expert. Who are these hoplites? Who are your friends, the hoplites, Neff? I don't know what a hoplite is. Never heard of it. Gotcha. (laughs) And Oliver Catwell says, agreed. So somebody does. So Oliver thought Jim looks like Bradley Cooper. It's not just a conspiracy theory by me. Come on. Okay. And then Vlad Teeps says, Jim has a classically handsome look. And it's true. And thank you. Iron Charioteer says Bradley Cooper is a garden gnome. Is that good or bad? Yes, I don't, he is. I don't know what the slang things mean. Is that is that is this good? It's only good for a garden gnome. It's not good for anybody else. Oh. Umar Siddiqui says 
LOL, Bradley Cooper, yeah, a little. Oh, oh. And then Lacey Ann says, he looks more like the singer of Silverchair. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Silverchair. I don't know who that is. I'll, I'll take I'll take that. Garden uh, Brian's Pepper Garden Channel says he's a heartthrob for plenty. Bradley Cooper or Jim or both? I mean, probably both. And this one coming in. Thanks for your question. Chris Gammon says, hey, Neff, define what a giant is. Oh, brother, I'm so sorry. Chris, I think I missed yours earlier. Man, I owe you. So, Chris, uh, Chris seriously, let me know. I can Venmo you five bucks because I, I remember seeing this question before, and I, I just I don't think I read it, though. So I must have missed it, and I'm sorry you had to put it twice. Um, said, hey, Neff, define what a giant is and be specific. How can there be an argument without a definition of the term? I thought I read this one, didn't I? But anyway, Neff, go well, ahead and... Asking somebody to define what a giant is is an absolutely absurd question. That's like asking somebody to define an automobile. Gotcha. <laughs> and High Inquisitor, is Jim single? Jim? This is important, oh, um, Jim. No, no it's a doctor-patient confidentiality. I can't, I can't talk about that. And OXD says, meh, I see similarities, but not a lot. I mean, there's many forms of handsome. You don't no, have to. No, I don't have sloping shoulders. I have square shoulders, strong. Jim has these sloping shoulders. I, I'm huskier looking, <laughs> more masculine looking shoulders. I'm definitely a hunk. Definitely a what? <laughs> a hunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know you are an F. Nobody, you are that, a hunk. that was like an, it was axiomatic. That's why it didn't even come up. I mean, it was just kind of like, oh, is the sun hot? I, I don't know. Is Neff hot? I don't know. But this one coming in from. <laughs> Hotter than the sun. I just called Nephilim Free hot. I never thought I'd do that. But this one, uh, this one coming in from Will Stewart says, your green screen is chopping off half your face. I know, Will. I know. Okay, next up. This one coming in from King Ed V says, a hoplite is a Greek soldier from roughly 500 BC to about 100 BC, which is before the Romans. Good to know. That was that question. Citizen soldier. This one coming in from Brian's Pepper Garden Channel says both are heartthrobs, but I meant Cooper specifically. But, you know, don't worry, Jim. You're still up there. Lacey Ann says, I think Jim is uncomfortable. LOL. Sorry, dude. I think you're right. Next one. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> this one coming in. It, yeah. wait, it, 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 I'll you, it's, it's not the chat that's, that's making me uncomfortable. I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Next up, this one coming in from Nanology says, Neff is hunking amazing so thank you guys seriously actually we can't stop yet patience stark says i low-key think he looks like a mix of ret r-h-e-t-t and link from gmm what's gmm i love good mythical morning i think that's it's one of my favorite shows and i I love both ret and link i think they're two of the coolest most awesome people ever what's gmm good mythical morning you serious yeah it's great oh Next up, Forward Tribe says, yeah, that green screen is very distracting. It's a tremendous oh, have green another, screen. A show called, uh, they have a show called Ear Biscuits, a daily podcast, I think. I might have to check it out. Yeah, it's good. Believe me, folks, this green screen is only going to get better. I have tremendous plans. It is going to be the very best green screen you have ever seen in your lives. Believe me. People are <laughs> going to say it's the best. And Chris Gammon says... 
Can you ask Neff again to please define giant? This shouldn't be hard. What's the defining feature or features of a giant, Neff? Wow, that's like asking, what is the features of a car? Uh, it's kind of hard to figure out. Gee. No, you can answer both. Does it require an answer? Isn't the question stupid? Neff, how yeah, dare I would you? Say it does. Yes, it is stupid. Neff. I, I, no, I would say it requires an answer. Well, a giant is a, 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 a human being of stature that is cons greatly cons uh, greater than uh, what is considered normal. Duh. I would agree with that. Definition. Does that does that not does does that really require an explanation? I mean, come on. Does the common yeah. sense <laughs> tell you what that is? I mean, really, please. <laughs> People in the chat Seriously. are saying that that you look like Donut Operator. You guys know who Donut Operator is? I have no idea. That is, it sounds like a mall cop, though. He's a YouTuber. Amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, three million, three million subs. Hmm. Big time. He looks Donut like a handsome, operator. handsome chap. This one coming in from. Thanks so much for your question. NOXD says, Naf, you said consider Enoch historical. What evidence have you got for the 4,500 feet giants, 4,500 foot giants described alive after the flood? Thoughts on this, Jim? Naf, did they say that there were giants that were 4,500 feet? Oh, I think this came up last time, I remember. Yes, it does. Yeah, it like did. In... Uh, I, I don't believe that the Book of Enoch is scientifically accurate. I think it has certain historical information that is probably interesting, and it's interesting uh, as a text to study uh, the ancient uh, writing style of the, the copyist. But it's it's not considered scripture, and it does have some seriously uh, logical in, incoherent, uh, you know, some incoherent statements. It doesn't say the state, uh, giants were 450 feet tall. It says they were about 250 feet tall. If you no. uh, can, can take the uh, the Hebrew L, it says they were about 3,000 L's tall. If you multiply the Hebrew L by 3,000, you get about 250 feet. So the, the, no, the, the asker of the question is wrong. The, the Book of Enoch doesn't say they were 450 <laughs> feet tall. Nonetheless, yes, it does. Book of Enoch is not scripture; it's not inspired, and it's uh, it's scientifically inaccurate. Next okay. up, this one. First of all, in. an L. Wait, wait, one, one second. I got, I got to correct this. An L is a cubit. An L no, is no, I, eight, about 18 right. inches. No, don't, no, don't, don't. No, a Hebrew L is right back to you. A Hebrew L is That's it. I've muted both of you. Neff, I promise we'll come back to you, but we do have to give Jim a chance to respond, and then I promise we can come back to you if you have a response. Go ahead, Jim. An L is a cubit. That's period. End of story. I. I the, the, it's. That's All right, it. Go ahead, There's Neff, no argument. <clears throat> no, a Hebrew, a Hebrew L is about one centimeter, about nine point a point nine six or eight centimeters. Is not a, a cubit. Well, no. Why would it be equal to a cubit when we have a cubit? You, you don't know what you're cubit. talking about. You need to look yes, into it. Uh, a Hebrew yes, L is less than a centimeter in length. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're, you're right. I have a PhD in something. I don't know what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so you need to look it up. 
Chris Gammon. No, I don't need to look it up because I know what a gun is. I don't need to look it up. Says, how tall? What's the minimum height a person must be to be a giant? Enough. Well, there's there's no standard or, or any set dimensions or anything. My personal belief is that Noah and uh, and some of the men of the earth after him, as natural genetic properties would produce them, were uh, 10 to 12 feet tall. I think that was the normal state of human beings prior to the flood. Pro however, the giants produced after the flood seem to have been some of them taller than that. But I would say the minimum height of a giant, according to at least the word of God and what I've seen in historical records and throughout the world, is that a typical giant, according to the ancients, was a man of probably 10 to 14 feet tall. All right. And I think that is it for the questions. But want to say, folks, we do appreciate you. Actual Samuel, thanks for your question. I think I missed yours the other night. Sorry about that. Said, question for Neff. Are you aware that there are three different versions of the Book of Enoch, one known to be over 200 years older than the other two, perhaps even yes. much older? Yes, one of them is Slavic, and it's completely fallacious. The Book of Enoch is not scripture. It's historically interesting and, and scripturally interesting because, I mean, uh, um, archetype, archetypically, but it is, is not uh, historically accurate information. You got it. And Pudifoot, thanks for your question, says, let me know if I pronounce that right. Says, uh, question, Jim, what is your doctorate in? The Hebrew Bible. Gotcha. Thanks for that, Dr. Jim. And then Samuel Lillaholm says, second question, I'm basically asking if he does know of those translations, what his thoughts are on such. Well, sounds like we could, do we get that pretty much enough? Jim, you say your PhD is in, in, in the Hebrew Bible, is that correct? Yeah. And how is it that you don't know Hebrew that Bible. the word by a giant in the scripture is, is actually in Hebrew literally means uh, 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 brute or giant? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, That's he's fallen. Bizarre. You, you have some strange and uh, non-academic beliefs there. Because Where did you learn Hebrew? Academics. That's where, where did you learn Hebrew? That's what all the academics say. Where, where did you I, learn I've Hebrew? studied it, Jim. That's what they say. Where did you learn it? I, I've studied it extensively. The concordance, in fact, was produced by a <laughs> by a group of academics in Hebrew, and and uh, uh, the strong concordance, and they did the mm. word is translated from mm. uh, brute or giant. It can either lead in, to mean either. Okay, no, so that's, I'm sorry. That's false. I don't know that's where false. you get your education. Maybe you need to go back to the bubblegum machine. <laughs> okay. Next up. That right. can't. King Ad V says, a javelin is a type of spear that is meant to be thrown. It's smaller in size and has a counterweight at the backside to stabilize it during flight. Uh, firstly, I'll just say, I don't believe that Jim actually has a PhD in the Bible. And, and <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we got to go to the topic. I saw this one coming. That. No, I don't believe that. Well, from what well, you just said. What, what's that? the university okay. it's from, Jim? I'm sorry? Where, what university? Was it uh, University of Oklahoma? <laughs> yeah, University of Oklahoma. No, no, Columbia International. Gotcha. So Nev, he's he's telling you the school even. I, I don't think there's any reason to say that he doesn't actually have one. 
Well, I'm, I'm saying this because the you, Strong's I, Concordance defines the word, uh, it translates it, the word in Hebrew mm. according to them. Uh, what's, the word? what's the word? Giant, what's the word? It is translated as, as either brute or giant. It's nephil, nephilim. Uh, not not in the Bible. That's in the Apocrypha. But in the in the Bible, I've forgotten the word, but it's translated as uh, giant or brute. That's Next what up. the word means according to Paleo. <laughs> Ruddy Questing says L is 18 inches, Neff. Just Googled it. All you well, got to do. I don't know where they got that information. Uh, Hebrew he L just told is you. less than one centimeter length. No, it's not. That is idiotic. That's ridiculous. Why? Why would they possibly need a measurement for an less L than is a centimeter? A small what, what would be the purpose? A cubit having... is a large one. Yes, eighteen inches. They're not the same. They're not. Yes, even they are. They're close. Yes, yes, they're they not are. close. Yes, yes, nobody yes, comes up with. A, nobody yes, says we're a foot are. and we got a, a three-quarter foot. Next so, so an L is not related to a cubit. Like yes, it is. That's yes, it is. All we have four questions. I will be back in just a moment. I want to give a final thank you. We appreciate both Jim and Neff. It has been a true pleasure to have you guys on tonight. Thank you. Jim, can you hear me? Bradley yep, Cooper, are you thank there? You. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment, folks. I'll be back with updates on upcoming debates, including a very, very juicy one tomorrow. Be right back. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.